Hey, you're tuning into The Office Leverage, a podcast where you learn how to turn your book into a powerful platform for sharing your expertise and making an impact. I'm your host, Parshel Tashi, and I'm here to bring you the latest strategies, insights, and stories from some of the best book publishing and marketing experts in the world. So whether you're an aspiring author or a seasoned pro, this podcast is your go-to source for tips, tools, and techniques to help you leverage your book and amplify its reach. So let me go ahead and introduce you to today's guest. I'm super excited. I have with me uh, Alyssa Berthume. Berthume. I love her last name. She helped me to break this down. So let me say this one more time. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, Alyssa Berthume. Uh, she's a mompreneur, author, ghostwriter, and writing guide with a superpower for hearing between the lines and capturing the voice of her clients. She's the founder and CEO of The Right Place, Right Time, and that's Right Place as in handwrite um, and her virtual and this is a, a virtual boutique of book coaching and ghostwriting services for brilliant brave and badass folks ready to change the effing world with their stories uh, she's also the author of gear universe i get it now letters on the art and journey of being brave and being me if you can catch her away from the keyboard, she's probably drinking maple lattes, watching The Princess Bride for the thousandth time, solving the latest hunt a killer case, or having fun with her partner and son. So, Allie, thank you so much for being here. Super excited for our conversation today. Thank you so much for having me. This is super exciting. Yeah, you know, and I know because um, you know today's topic too is all about memoirs, right? It's a different style of writing that goes into that. So much that goes into it. So. Um, what inspired you to become a ghostwriter and to start, you know, to be this writing guy for memoirs? Uh, tell us a little bit about your, your background there. Yeah, so the Cliff Notes version is that I've been writing since I was five. Um, I knew uh, as early as, as five years old that I wanted to be a writer. And I really looked up to characters like Anne of Green Gables and Laura Ingalls and um, young women who were writing and, you know, they were writing about things that they knew. And so I wrote my first memoir at 11, which was really boring and um, atrociously spelled. Uh, and it was about like the people living on my court, like my neighbors and my family. And it consisted of like what names I gave the backyard animals and riding my bike. And it was just awful. Um, but that was probably when my love of telling true stories kind of started. And for a while I thought I'd be a journalist. And then I went off and I thought, oh, I'm gonna do the psychology thing because I love people and I love what people have to say. And um, and then when I got my undergraduate degree, we had to kind of pick a, we had to pick a genre. Like, what are you gonna do? Poetry, fiction or nonfiction? Those were like the options um, at the time. And I was like, I'm gonna do nonfiction. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna focus on like telling what I know to be real and what I know best, right? Which is the truth around me. And that's kind of where it all kind of sprung from was formal education and having to pick a lane um, and as I got onto the entrepreneurial journey and I realized that people needed my help writing their content, that was kind of how I started was ghostwriting people's content in the personal and professional development space. I realized how much power really there are, um, or is in, in the stories that we have to share with our audiences as single individual entrepreneurs or even leaders of bigger companies and, and groups. And um, the ghostwriting kind of happened organically. I was working for a client. I was ghosting her kind of shorter form content, her emails, her blog posts. I was also writing my own book at the time. And she said, hey, I want to write my first business book. Will you ghostwrite it for me? 
you already know my voice, you already know my brand, you already know my vision. Um, and it was just like an easy win. It was like this organic kind of like, we'll just step into the next level of, of writing for her. Um, and I loved it. And I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Like, I don't want to do blog posts and emails anymore if I can help it. Like, I want to bring people's larger messages or stories, you know, to the forefront through books as a container. And um, it kind of just, it set off a domino effect, if you will, um, from there, where I was like, you know, I've always loved this genre. It's been a long time uh, coming, I think, to kind of step into my own and realize this is where I wanted to focus. And it keeps evolving. Like my my love for it keeps evolving. You know, why I think it's important keeps evolving. Who I serve keeps evolving, um, which I think is pretty much entrepreneurship. But I certainly find that's also true with, with my writing journey. Absolutely. I, I love stories like that. And I think a number of, ha number of us have that. And uh, know that moment of this is where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is my lane, right? And, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and claiming it as well. Like So that's so powerful to hear. Because especially in this type of genre that you're talking about, you know, this is one that, you know, many people are rather hesitant, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, afraid to share their personal stories like that through this style of writing. So how do you approach working with someone who might be struggling with, uh, the fear and the uncertainty of this process. And, you know, especially if, yeah, if it's their first time or if, of course, like what, what do you, what is your approach generally with um, helping them to overcome that? So I think that really the, the starting point um, for people is like, why do you, why do you want to do this? Um, and I feel like why is such a crucial question in almost anything, right? What's your why? What's your why? What's your why? So it seems kind of obvious and maybe even a little cliche at this point because we've heard that so frequently, but um, it really is so very true. You know, why do you want to go down this path of telling your story? Is it for you? Is it because you're hoping somebody else will gain something out of it? It could be a combination of both. It could be you want to leave a message behind for your family or for your children. Um, so it, there could be a number of reasons, but I like to really dig in with somebody's why first because of the fact that writing a memoir can be challenging and different. And um, there's it also means certain things from a publishing perspective, which we can talk about in a second. So having people really understand like what are they doing this for is kind of like the stake in the ground, right? That we can constantly return back to as things get more challenging or complicated or hard as writing about one's life and turning oneself into a character often is. So we kind of ground in the why first. The other thing that's really important in the beginning is people understanding that memoir is a genre, it's an art form, there's a craft to it. It's not just regurgitating every life event that you've ever experienced onto the page. Number one, that would be ridiculously boring and nobody would want to read it. <laughs> Number two, like a memoir is not a dumpster fire. It's not like everything that I've ever been through gets tossed in and we hope that people go weeding around for the treasure, you know, um, looking through the smoke, like for what's actually important. So, you know, in the beginning, it's really like, let's talk about some of your life events. Let's talk about the things that have been most critical to you as your experiences, the things that have really shaped you. And let's dig deep and figure out like, what is the actual underlying message below all of that, that you're trying to say ultimately and then we know 
which of those experiences and memories actually stay and which like is just distraction and noise from like the points that you're trying to make. Um, so it's a sifting and filtering kind of process, you know, upfront in the beginning. And we don't do a lick of writing until we really get clear on what are you ultimately trying to say about your particular life journey or your story um, for the reader? Because at the end of the day, even if writing memoir is super cathartic and therapeutic for yourself, if your goal is to impact somebody else at any point along the way, whether it's a child or a larger group of people, you have to basically transcend your own life experience to them. It has to go beyond whatever you felt or whatever and stand on its own two legs and offer something else to, to your reader. So we've got to know what's that thing that you're trying to say, because if you don't know, they ain't going to know. <laughs> and then we just got a mess on our hands. That's true. It's like you can't be all over the place, you know, just going through your whole life story of there has to be a theme, a purpose, a direction where this it all comes together, um, especially like you said, if it's going to be useful at any point for someone else. Right. right. We want to give them a good experience. Now, I know that with your book, uh, Dear Universe, I get it now, which I love that title. Um, I know that's a collection of right letters that are exploring things of bravery, vulnerability, self-discovery. Like how did writing those letters help you find your own voice, right? And, you know, share a little bit of your personal journey too with others. Like what lessons did you learn along the way in the development of that? Yeah, so um, so Dear Universe basically was what helped me create my own framework, which I now bring my clients through. So when I was kind of like, I, I felt called to write my first book as a way of really honoring my own story, but also kind of proving, if you will, what I could do with with clients. So it really started off kind of as a business activity. And then also was like, no, this is also like a dream of mine being realized in the process. But I knew that I needed to get uh, more focused and clear on what I wanted to really talk about. So I did this kind of mind mapping exercise um, that I now call drain the well, where I just dumped all the different life experiences and like the most kind of like easy go to memories, like the stuff that like when you meet somebody for the first time, and you're brand new to one another and you're just kind of like swapping stories like what are the things that always come up right like i always tell the story about the time that i got hit in the head of the discus in middle school i always i always tell the story about you know the adopted grandparent i had in high school i always tend to tell the story about um you know my trip to australia when i studied abroad i was grasping for all of the things that often rise to the surface of my journey and I put them all down on post-it notes. And then I took a step back and I said, what, what's like the theme or the, or the pattern here? And the thing that stood out to me at the time was bravery and authenticity. That was what was kind of like the most, you know, the one that was like speaking to me the loudest, if you will. And so I listened to that. I kind of followed my intuition and I said, okay, this book wants to be about that. So I kept any post-it note that was about those things that illustrated those points and I got rid of the rest. It wasn't that those stories weren't important to my overall personal journey or that they might not show up in a different book some other time, but this book wanted to be about these themes. And that's how I then kind of curated, okay, well, these are the memories that I will share um, that are based around this particular thematic idea. And then I was like, how do I, how do I structure them, right? Well, it was a natural kind of move to structure them in a linear chron chronological order, put them in the order of how they occurred because then you get like my whole kind of life's arc towards this one particular journey, right? Trying to be brave enough to step into this thing that I've always been called to do, which is to write. Um, mm. So 
it was a really powerful process, like both organizational, but also very intuitive, having to really kind of like feel into what I thought the book was trying to tell me along the way. And people are like, what are you talking about? The book talks. Yes. Um, if you're willing to, if you're willing to listen um, mm -hmm. and kind of search for that inner knowing of like, this direction feels natural. I'm going to follow it and see where it leads and then try to like organize my way around it. Um, I think the thing that became really interesting was that I didn't really set out to write an epistolary um, book. You know, the, the title Dear Universe came to me in a dream when I jumped on this, this writing journey, but I didn't know at the time that, um, that Dear Universe literally meant that I would be writing a book of letters to the universe. Uh, right. That was not a part of my initial vision. It was more like when I started to realize the stories I wanted to tell and how I wanted to tell them, it was like this, this structure or form came into being and I just followed it and it felt natural and it felt organic. And I actually had that feeling while I was writing like, oh, I'm onto something. This feels good. Like this feels like this is what it's meant to be. Um, and it has had this incredible magic in that after I was like done and I started to send it out to beta readers and endorsers and uh, an editor to look at it from a manuscript kind of developmental standpoint, you know, the feedback I was getting was like, it was resonating with all kinds of different people, you know, different ages, different geographic locations, you know, different spots in their own kind of like journey, um, you know, race and orientation. Cause I, I sent it to like, just a variety of people like who is this gonna who is this gonna land with like i had an idea of who i wanted to reach but i was curious like maybe this reaches beyond any kind of like avatar identifiers and because it's more heady and philosophical you know about life's purpose and who we're meant to be on this path and all those things it's going to reach other people beyond what i've imagined and it did and even after it got out to the greater world and it was published the people that were that were getting in touch with me, I was amazed. Didn't know that they even knew that I'd written a book or, or you know, people that I wasn't expecting to reach, you know, countries, got into countries that I, <laughs> I wasn't expecting to reach necessarily. And um, a common thread was always like, this book found me at the exact time that I needed it. And mm. I just think that's the coolest, probably the coolest thing about, about my book so far has been like how many times I've heard that one, that one thing. Oh my gosh. That, that's incredible. And it's, you know, what a book does for you in your life period is just, uh, you know, in some ways unexpected, right? You might have a certain vision for how you see it coming together, but then in the end, it, you know, really can surprise you. So it sounds like it uh, surprised you for sure. Now, yeah. of course, on the author's leverage, we talk a lot about really what you can do more with your book. I think you were going to talk a little bit more about publishing as well. But can you talk to a little bit more just putting the business hat on for a little while or you know, in that respect, how can a book written in this genre, you know, help or be leveraged or be repurposed in a way that's going to support, you know, a business venture, an idea, something that you have, you know, that you want to contribute, maybe it's attached to something else. Yeah. Um, can you share a little bit about that and what kind of foresight goes into, you know, into, into writing a memoir that can support other avenues of life and business? This is such a great question, especially for the genre of memoir, because people often are like, well, I, don't, I can't see how it connects because it's like my life journey and that's somehow separate from, you know, um, my business or this other thing that I have going on, or I don't have a business. So 
like I'm telling my life story, but like, how do I build a platform, you know, around it? Um, and I have to say that it's it, like early on, I was like, I had one lane with my business and then I had my book over here and I even had a hard time like bridging the gap because I was so into each of them that it was hard to see how they connected. And um, really what I like to say is like, especially in, in the land of entrepreneurship, like you kind of are your business, you are the brand, you are the face of your company, right? And your book is an extension of that. So yes, it's your life story. Maybe it's not like a nonfiction book of your thought leadership that your business is based on, but you and your life story and how you have showed up in the world is a part of your brand, right? I almost feel like memoir is like a really freaking long about page <laughs> like on your website. You want to, you want to know me, read my memoir. Like there's nothing, there's like nothing to be held back now. It is all there. Like you want to know how I came to, to have the skills that I do in, in, in this work in my business, read my memoir. You wanna know like what I'm about, what values I hold. If I'm your person from a personality or energetic standpoint, read my memoir. Like you are going to know all of the things. And if you wanna work with somebody and connect with them on that deeper level and know that they're for you because they align in all those ways, then a memoir has a really great way of like showcasing you as the person, even if it's not showcasing like your skill as a you know a strategic advisor or you know an alternative health practitioner, um, but I've also found that a lot of people who are writing memoir, a lot of their life journey does very much have to do with why they got into said path that they're in. Um, you know, mine is a pretty obvious one-to-one -one ratio. Like I do the work that I do and it's very much related to my own path to become a writer, to listen to my own stories, to honor my own journey. Right. And so there's a lot of like crossover, but like, let's take a client that I'm working with right now, um, working on a book. Hers is based on a period of time where she was being stalked. Um, and she doesn't do anything to do with stalking in her personal business. But what she does do in her personal business has to do with people standing out and being bold despite the fear. Right? So mm -hmm. she she can use her own story of like how scary and terrifying it is to actually stand out and be seen when like she went through this really tragic period of needing to like pull back and hide, right? To talk about like you stand up and you do it anyway resiliency, bravery, perseverance, hard work, determination, like whatever underlying universal thread that you want to kind of like pull at, like it would be there inside of this book. And so, okay, she doesn't have anything to do with stocking prevention. Doesn't matter. Her journey still has something directly related to what she is now doing if she can find the connecting point and then advertise herself through her book, right? Um, so it's really, it's, it's diving deeper. It's not necessarily looking at the surface of like, well, my book is about this experience and it doesn't relate to this over here. Um, it's thinking a little bit more outside of the box, a little bit more creatively and, and just getting like one layer more underneath. Um, another great example is like a speaking perspective. You know, uh, I got invited to, to go and talk to a group of virtual assistants and virtual experts. Um, and I, I can't remember what the theme of the event was, but I ended up putting together a talk that was about how when we know ourselves and our inner knowing becomes our North star and we become authentic, it's good for both ourselves personally and also for our businesses. Um, so that talk had a lot to do with bravery, a lot to listening to ourselves, a lot about being authentic, being guided by our own values, being guided by our own worldview. Um, like drowning out 
the noise. I mean, it was essentially a lot of the tenants of Dear Universe, but in a different medium, a live presentation. Um, but I mentioned that I wrote a book as a part of my journey. I didn't even have to say come buy a book necessarily, um, but I had books with me and I brought 40 hard copies. There was like maybe a hundred people that were there at the live event. I sold all 40 and then some online orders after, after the, mm. my, my talk was done. Um, so, you know, did I have to give them every single detail of what was in the memoir? No, I gave them like a little fractional moment, you know, that was helpful to the theme of the event, kind of tied things together because they liked the talk. They were like, I want to read the whole thing. I want to know all of what she's about, you know, because I got this one little, one little slice and I liked what she had to say. Um, so it's, it takes a little bit of strategic kind of mindset and, and some creative thinking, but that's also why it's really important to be knowing your why and understanding your objectives and goals of your book at the beginning um, so that you can have those ideas in mind as you're developing the manuscript, right? Like, okay, how can I use this later? What would I say or what would I do to connect, you know, my book to whatever my day job is or my side gig or, or whatever it is? So um a lot of what i do with my clients at the beginning is not just clarifying the story itself but like let's figure out what you want to do with it in the long run because that's that's how this book's going to get into other people's hands exactly exactly and it's so powerful i love how you're saying like the book as a memoir can just be a connector to be that story that allows me to get to know you better because you are your brand i mean that's such a powerful reminder and so as we start to wrap up the conversation, I'm curious too, like what is your envision? What do you hope, what kind of impact are you hoping to make as a ghostwriter and someone that's supporting others with their stories? Honestly, my, my big vision, and I'm not gonna complete it in my lifetime, but, but, but my, my overall belief is that when we focus on our own stories and we honor them, we activate our own healing and more healed people are better for our communities and our world as a whole, right? So if we are more healed and we're showing up more authentically, then we are better off for all the people around us. But what I also know about books is that books have the ability to trigger somebody else's healing, to activate somebody else's healing and transformation. So if we can activate our healing and activate one other person's healing, we have kind of this ripple effect, right? Books are just containers for information. They're containers for story. And story is what ultimately connects us on a human level. And we need a lot more connecting on a human level, as far as I'm concerned, in the world that we live in right now. We need so many more people to listen and see and hear one another and value one another and change conversations and have hard talks and get to like the universal things that we've all been through so we can actually focus on the fact that we are all human um, not that I don't want to celebrate our, our differences, I do, but I also want us to kind of like unite around our sameness because like, we're just, we're just hating on one another when, when we're all dealing with a lot of the same shit. We all go through grief and we all go through loss and heartache and trauma and pain and doubt and like any number of things, right? Cause it's the human experience. And I really feel like memoirs have the ability to connect us on that level and therefore heal, heal everything around us. Um, so I wanna be a little slice of the healing that happens through this one channel. I love it. I love it. And you're already doing it. So you're, 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 you're actively participating in that, which I love and uh, celebrate with you. So 
Um, where can our listeners and those tuning in connect with you? And if there's any other uh, resources or reference that you want to share with them, feel free to do it. Yeah. So um, best place probably from a social media perspective is LinkedIn. So they can come and hang out with me over on LinkedIn, follow what, what we've got going on over there. Um, the right place, right time.com is my website. Um, so in the first right, W-R-I-T-E. The second right is R-I-G-H-T, as in to be in the right place. Um, so right place, right time.com. And uh, we've got a five-step writing path to finishing a memoir that will light up your world in hours. So if you head over to the website and you hit the word guide, you will find um, the download there. And it's a great kind of bird's eye view of the five steps that people go through to get from start to finish. Um, and just, you know, a plug for a book that remains unnamed. Um, there will be a book coming out between myself and a colleague in August that's really to help the first time nonfiction author kind of know what they're doing um, to write, publish and sell their book right uh, from start to finish. That is amazing. And I'm, I'm super grateful that you've been here. If anyone's interested, I highly recommend you connect with Ali. We'll have the links below this episode so that you can do that. And um, as we wrap up, I just want to acknowledge you and just this work that you're doing because you've mentioned this is so connected to healing and connected to other ways that we transform as human beings. And so I just want to acknowledge the work that you're doing to help people do that because it's not always easy. And <laughs> Um, and then also, too, one last quick question I ask all of our guests is, what is your one word? My one word? Yeah, there's one word from you to the, to the, to the, to the world. Okay, um, one word to the world. Is a message? Brave. Brave, yes, indeed. Yeah. That's like such a, uh, a very fitting word, <laughs> given what you do, <laughs> what you're about, right? That's everything. So... Uh, so powerful. Thanks again, Ali, for being here. And thank I you appreciate, for the invitation. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right. And as we wrap up, I just want to thank everyone again for tuning in um, today. We always have fun with these conversations, and I hope that you found this one helpful and inspiring. Don't forget to grab your copy of Get More Bang for Your Book. It's packed with even more tips and strategies that are going to empower you to draw on your expertise and influence, influence your, uh, your your written work, all right? And break, create more influence around that. And as always, if you want to stay on top of the latest trends in book publishing and marketing, be sure to subscribe to the show and share it with a friend. Until next time, keep spreading your message and remember the power of your words. Can't wait to share some more tips and strategies with you on our next episode. Uh, we'll see you again then. Thanks for being here.